your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hey, hockey fans, if you need more hockey news, Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the NHL. So follow and listen every day for a quick look at the biggest stories and recapping the biggest games going on every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we begin our player evaluations, the E of the Wild's offseason Dennis system. And we'll start with some of the biggest names on this Wild roster. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov starts it off today. We'll uh, navigate through those here for the next couple of weeks, but we'll make sure to break it up as well uh, with uh, some things that will be happening on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll talk about the off-season schedule throughout the month of June here coming up in a second. So player evals getting going here this week. We'll look at the stats for uh, each player, in this case today, Kirill Kaprizov. We'll look at the stats, what they tell us. We'll uh, also just summarize what we saw from Kaprizov here this year. Some areas for him to improve and for the team to improve around him. Uh, So plenty to come here today uh, talking about uh, our favorite Wild player, Kirill Kaprizov. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons, exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. Hope you had a great weekend. Let's dive right in and uh, take a look first at kind of the overview of what we'll be doing over these next couple of weeks. So we're into the E of our uh, off-season Dennis system, which is evaluate, uh, and we will be taking a look at what each member of this Wild roster was able to con- uh, able to do this season. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with some of the more prominent names. We'll do that this week. Those names will probably get um, entire shows uh, to go over some of the things and and what they need to do to help kind of step up and be the leaders of this team going forward. Then after we do uh, a handful of those, we'll go to two players uh, every episode uh, until we're through the wa- roster, and that will include some players on the Iowa Wild as well that uh, we expect will be on this team next year. So we'll be doing that here throughout uh, the next couple of weeks, but on Wednesdays we are going to break things up. We'll do mailbags. We'll do guest interviews as well. So uh, we'll try to we'll try to break things up a little bit as we uh, get through these uh, evaluations to uh, look at the roster and and kind of figure out where we go from here before we then turn our sights to free agency and the expansion draft as well. So uh, a lot going on here, despite it being the offseason. Uh, make sure to follow and uh, listen wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just wanted to throw this out as well before we get started. It appears as though Friday's episode of Locked on Wild not showing up in uh, Apple Podcasts, so not sure if today's episode will show up as well. Uh, We are aware of that issue and are trying to get it fixed, but uh, there are other platforms that you can listen to uh, Locked on Wild, such as uh, Spotify and a handful of others. So uh, just bear with us. We'll uh, we'll try to get it corrected. I know the last time there was an issue with Apple, it seemed like we were able to get through it unscathed, but you know what they say is 
if uh, if issues happen, uh, it's rare that you get through all of them without having something come up. So we'll uh, we'll try to get it righted, um, and uh, hopefully it's not too long before we uh, are back and visible on Apple Podcasts. So let's get started and uh, take a look at Kirill Kaprizov, who had himself quite the season in his first year in the NHL. Uh, a Calder Trophy finalist, and, I mean, you look at the numbers – Impressive in and of their own right, uh, pretty much every way you split them up. Uh, Kaprizov finished the season with 27 goals, 24 assists in 55 games, 51 points. If you pull that out to an 82-game season, uh, Kaprizov was on a 77-point pace and just under a 40-goal pace uh, for the season. So just uh, a dynamic amount of scoring by Kaprizov. And uh, really wasted no time in becoming a focal point of this franchise uh, and somebody that really made them tick uh, as soon as he uh, came into the lineup. Now, looking at some of the splits of, uh, of his statistics, found some things uh, that were interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, Kaprizov started off the season in uh, January and February, with, uh, with six goals in 18 games, but after that he really started to pick it up uh, and cul- culminated the season with 11 goals in 15 April games. So uh, when the schedule got to where the wins were the most crucial, uh, the uh, Wilds star was able to do his best to help the team win games that they needed to. The um, other interesting things, uh, Kaprizov, a huge part of the formula for uh, for wild wins in 35 wins, 22 goals and 23 assists. So the formula for opposing teams for pretty much the entirety of the season, uh, trying to keep him as quiet as possible in 20 losses, five goals and an assist, uh, six points and was a minus 18 in that stretch. So um, for Kaprizov, some very good numbers. He ranked... Um, 23rd in the uh, tied for 22nd I should say in the NHL with 51 total points he ranked in the top 10 in the entire NHL in goals he was eighth in the NHL in goals with 27 just behind Tyler Toffoli with 28 and Brad Marchand of Boston with 29 so Kaprizov in the top 10 in the entire NHL with goals one ahead of Florida centerman Alexander Barkov and uh, Kyle Connor, left winger for Winnipeg. So great numbers for Kaprizov on the season and uh, a perfect point for him to build off of uh, into uh, upcoming seasons as it's expected that he is going to be you know, the future of this wild team. So a great season for Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, really not anything that he did that we um, were – not expecting him to do, and in all honesty, he shattered expectations uh, when he got here of really anything we could have imagined he'd do uh, at the NHL level. So that's just a little bit of an overview look at uh, at Kaprizov's stats for the season. Next up, we will take more of a look at the things that Kaprizov brings to this wild team and uh, what he was able to do in helping transform this offense that is next here on Locked on Wild. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. 
They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy Nicotine Gum or Lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy Lozenges and Gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNHL. Continuing with our player evals here on Lockdown Wild, we're starting in a pretty good spot with Kirill Kaprizov, and we're going to have four objectives in these player evaluations. First, we want to, in cases where it's acceptable, look at the jump that particular players made from last year to this year. Uh, Also want to take a look at some of the things that the stats show us, some of the things that I saw from uh, the entire season, and how each player fits going forward. So obviously with this being the first season in the NHL for Kirill Kaprizov. Really nothing to base his uh, production off of other than some of his KHL numbers, which again were uh, just as good uh, as uh, his NHL numbers. Just a prolific goal scorer and uh, somebody who is able to do a lot of really good things with the puck. So for Kaprizov, he continued to do all of that here at the NHL level. Some of the more advanced statistics, uh, at least as far as I'll go into statistics. I'll tell you, I'm not the biggest stats person. I mean, I do like stats, but in terms of the advanced analytics, um, I'll go into a certain point, but uh, a lot of what I base my opinions off of uh, is what I see, the production that I see on the field, because you know, you could be a 30 goal scorer or uh, somebody who has, you know, 25 goals, 50 assists, somewhere in that range, you can put up points and still have it not really be an impact on your team. So for me, it is more about when do those goals come? What sorts of situations is the scoring taking place? Where's the production? If it's, if you're losing five to one and you're scoring, you know, two or three goals, at the end of a game and you still end up losing, you know, that's one thing. But 
if you are Kaprizov and you have that, uh, I, I vividly remember the game against the Vegas Golden Knights that the Wild won 6-5 to five in overtime, uh, where Kaprizov got a couple of goals, uh, the game tying and the go-ahead goal within like a minute and a half of each other. Give me those types of performances over somebody who gets one or two goals or on the other end of the spectrum, if you are scoring a lot of goals and let's say your team has a 4 nothing lead, the other team pulled their goalie and you get an empty netter. Like, okay, your team already had the win in the bag. So that goal didn't necessarily make uh, a whole ton of difference um, in the outcome. So stats are useful, yes, and we will, of course, use them. But at the same time, it's, it's about when things take place as well and, uh, and what that tells us as opposed to strictly the numbers. Um, I know a popular one that, uh, that is used a lot is the Corsi, uh, Corsi percentage. And basically what that tells you is uh, what your team is doing with the puck when a particular player uh, is on the ice. And uh, HockeyReference.com, a great spot to find this. The Corsi 4 in uh, all situations equals shots plus blocks plus misses. Uh, Corsi against is also shots plus blocks plus misses for the opposing team. So looking at the Corsi 4 percentage uh, for Kirill Kaprizov, above 50% means the team was controlling the puck more often than not with this player on the ice in this situation. So looking at uh, every situation, at least to start, with Kirill Kaprizov on the ice, the Wilds, uh, uh, his Corsi 4 percentage was 583 so in every situation, the entirety of the season, the Wilds were controlling the action 58.3% of the time um, that they had the puck. Now, if we break it down a little bit uh, more specifically, uh, even strength. The Corsi 4 percentage for Kirill Kaprizov was 51.2. So it was, uh, it was lower uh, at even strength um, for the Wilds uh, and for Kaprizov. Now, on the power play, and this is what you'd expect, the Corsi 4 percentage for Kaprizov at 88%. You're on the power play, you're expected to, um, to take care of business in those situations. Uh, and shorthanded, Corsi 4 percentage, 28.6. So that's what you'd expect that to be. Now, some of the other... Metrics, 5-on-5 in close situations. The Wilds' Corsi 4 percentage was at 50.1. Kaprizov's Corsi 4 percentage was at 50.1. So just about half the time uh, controlling the puck with him on the ice. The Corsi 4 percentage, 5-on-5 when the game is tied with Kaprizov on the ice, 48.2%. And we'll get to this. Uh, to finish off the show today in terms of um, what we need or what the Wild need to do uh, for Kaprizov to help elevate his game. One of the things on that list is going to be to get a, uh, be getting a center that uh, is better equipped to uh, handle Kaprizov in uh, pretty much every situation. That, uh, I think, is going to go a long way towards uh, those numbers looking a lot better than uh, they currently do. Let's, for example, um, 
let's look at, say, Mark Stone and, uh, and see what his percentages are um, this season. So for the Golden Knights, his Corsi 4 percentage is 57.7 in all situations, so right around the same level as uh, Kirill Kaprizov. However, if you go to even strength... His Corsi 4 percentage a little better than Kaprizov's at 53.4. Five on five in close situations, the Corsi per 4 percentage is 53 for uh, Mark Stone. And then five on five tied, Corsi 4 percentage of 52.6. So a little better because of the, uh, the players on that Mark Stone line uh, being a little better than the ones that uh, that currently occupy Kirill Kaprizov's line. But, um, again, that's something that can be assisted with a little better play from that center position. Um, when that gets addressed, and it will, I, I, would, I would hope it will, but uh, that's a question for Bill Guerin to answer in due time. Next up, to finish the show today, we will look at some areas that Kirill Kaprizov can improve his game. Yes, it is possible for Kaprizov to uh, to improve his play, um, despite what we saw this season. And some areas the Wild can help Kaprizov going into next year. That is all next here on Locked on Wild. Looking for a great tasting snack that's also good for you? Why not give Built Bar a try? Built Bar, those amazing tasting and great for you protein bars. They come in nine amazing flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there is a Built Bar flavor for everyone. If you're not sure what Built Bar flavor is best for you, grab a mixed box. You'll get two each of the nine flavors. The best part about Built Bars is they are good for you. Most Built Bars have 17 grams of protein in each bar, contain only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. A couple flavors have even more protein packed into each delicious Built Bar, so you can get into summer shape without sacrificing taste. So head to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Wild and looking ahead to the rest of the week, uh, we'll have a mailbag for you on Wednesday, so if you have any questions related to the offseason or any other general wild topics, we uh, will make sure to get the word out so that you can get your questions in to be answered on Wednesday's edition of Locked on Wild. Tomorrow we will do the player evaluation for Kevin Fiala as we continue through the offseason eval portion of the Wilds' Dennis system. Some final thoughts on Kirill Kaprizov and uh, looking at just what he was able to accomplish this season, it's pretty evident that he is the key to the car. He's the keys to the Corvette for the Minnesota Wilds. Uh, it took him no time at all to become the uh, most important player to this Wild offense, a motor that is uh, hardly ever idle, and somebody who just never stops working uh, for opportunities out on the ice. Uh, some areas for improvement for Kaprizov, and we saw it um, at points throughout the season. And I think it's just going to get better with um, 
with him getting more comfortable at the NHL level, uh, is I'd, I'd like to see a little more physicality from Kaprizov. And like I said, we did see it um, in the Vegas series when he um, was uh, was checked from behind by Haug and responded in earnest to that uh, that kind of play. Um, and I think we saw it as the year went on, is Kaprizov was winning a lot of battles uh, simply by skating around people and using his speed. Then it seemed like later in the year, teams really tried to uh, to rough him up and to slow him down that way. So if he responds to that kind of play, uh, that's really going to uh, to serve him well as the uh, his career continues. Um, another area, and this is uh, this is half in jest, but uh, honestly, it's something that is is just more of a testament to his play as well. Um, Sometimes the passes that he has on the ice are just too good to where his his uh, teammates are not um, anticipating uh, getting such uh, such a feed, uh, whether it be through the crease or behind the net, behind the back passes uh, to teammates through the legs. Uh, we've seen it all from Kaprizov this year and uh, to the point that as comfortable as his teammates got with him as the season went on, there still are plays that he makes that are just next level. Uh, to the point that even if you're anticipating something coming your way, uh, it's still hard to react in time. Um, so it's more so for Kaprizov to just continue to uh, to do what he did this year, and we assume that his numbers will be even better once he gets a capable center uh, paired along with him. And on that note, what can the Wild do to help Kaprizov, to build around Kaprizov, well, first, they can get him signed to an extension, and uh, there has been plenty of news circulating that Garen has already approached Kirill Kaprizov and his agent about a max deal to keep him in Minnesota for uh, the next eight years. Kaprizov's team has uh, not necessarily been receptive to that as of yet uh, because you know they want to make sure that they capitalize on uh, somebody who could quickly rise through the ranks of NHL stars and become one of the uh, premier faces in this league already becoming that here in Minnesota. So his team just wants to make sure that uh, that they get compensated accordingly, as is the case in uh, pretty much every uh, franchise in the NHL in this situation. So it's uh, it's up to Garen and his team to, uh, to negotiate with Kaprizov and his team, find uh, a happy medium for the deal, and uh, allow both team both sides uh, to come away happy um, in exchange. So I I don't think a I don't think a no deal scenario is even possible with Kaprizov at this point, considering what he just accomplished uh, in his first year in the NHL. So I'm not even going to entertain that. It's just a matter of when Garen and Kaprizov come together um, on the terms for his extension. That's that's when that'll all go down, uh, and then we don't have to speculate about it. We can move on to the other contract extensions coming this offseason. So that is one thing the Wild can do is give Kaprizov a little job security heading uh, into the next couple of seasons. But they can also find him a true center to play on his line and to uh, to help elevate his play as well. Victor Rask, for the moments that he looked uh, okay, Playing uh, on the Capri's offline, he had plenty of moments where he flat out blended in or did not really contribute much of anything. 
And I wanted to just pass this note along as well that I thought was uh, really interesting from the Daily Faceoff. And I believe these numbers are uh, similar to Pro Football Focus's player rankings uh, ratings. And you look at the Kaprizov, Rask, and Zuccarello line. Now, Kaprizov's numbers not reflected uh, in this chart, but you have Victor Rask ranked as a 70.3, the 128th, 128th ranked center. And uh, Mats Zuccarello um, on his line as well, rated as the 84th right wing at 71.8. Collectively, this line had a rating of 71.3.03. That was ranked number 28 out of uh, second line combinations in the entire NHL. And that was with Kirill Kaprizov doing his thing pretty much all season. They have to find a way to upgrade who is on that Kaprizov line. Center is the most glaring position, uh, but it would be nice to uh, it'd be nice to get maybe another wing, depending on what happens with Zuccarello as well. So they got to get some help around him. Once they do, uh, this thing could really take off. So that's the biggest objective for the offseason is to pair a center with Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, to help this offense and to help Kaprizov's production skyrocket even higher. So there you have it, a look at Kirill Kaprizov's player eval, a very successful season for Kaprizov uh, by pretty much every metric. Uh, And once they get him some uh, better help on that line, uh, it's only going up from there. Coming up tomorrow on Locked on Wild, as mentioned, we will take a look at Kevin Fiala's 2021 season. So uh, make sure to tune in for that. Make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Wild. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Seth Topes. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Lockdown Wild.